All right, we're going live here on the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. This is all my fault for starting out too late. I was trying to get myself in a happy mood, checking out who all got new certs and new jobs and giving thanks on the LinkedIn there for doing a or giving congratulations for getting the new certs and new jobs. Just get me in a happy mood, get me pumped up, motivated. But <laughs> we might have to shut the show early because uh, PGW or someone's got a backhoe out there outside the house so if it gets too loud and you hear jackhammers going off then i'm gonna end the show early so i'll make this fast one i didn't think i needed to do that because pgw was and we could do a whole new timing show pgw was here at three o'clock in the morning putting soft patch in the hole they created the other day that didn't do a very good job and now they got a backhoe to dig it all up so i don't understand the timing of doing the soft patch at three o'clock in the morning and now a backhoe to dig it all back up again yeah, go figure that one. Anyway, it's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I'm Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And today I want to talk about teams sharing shortcuts with each other. And I'll give like two examples, one from a testing world, one from a dev world on how teams shared with each other to make things go faster and better for each other. So I'm going to do that today on the show as part of our, our you know, tactics and, and things we can do to make things go well. And we talk about Scrum and Agile. So you can bring more value to customer, not work so hard to bring that value to customer and have a little fun along the way. And I think these two items will help bring more value without working harder. It's working smarter as a team. So let's dig right into it because I, like I said, I don't know when or if the backhoe is going to kick in. I'll move the microphone over here a little bit more just in case. And um, I can hear him banging now. Whoops. So let's talk about first example. I always encourage my testers who write some automation. You know, they use a UI, maybe they use Selenium or some tool like that to populate to get the condition of the item or, or the, the entries they want to a point where they can then do the testing. I always encourage my test engineers and test people, my QA specialists, to share those scripts with the dev people because the dev people like to do manual unit testing before they create automated sometimes maybe they go right into the automation it depends on who they are but they want to see how their software works so the idea is that the selenium process to like populate a user get it there doing orders whatever it would be the dev people can do that without having to manually do it and it saves them a lot of time everyone appreciates it when they do that and it, it's something that you can do as a qa person with your dev team now on the other side um, the dev team, I had operations, it was big rollout and stuff. And we were, we were going into Boston and delivering some software and that we had the operations people, if there was a problem, you know, they can troubleshoot it before. So it didn't go right into the dev team. And I can hear them backing up with the backhoe. I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. Um, so, but the dev people wrote a couple little scripts to do some troubleshooting, generate some logs, to show them the logs of what's going on and how the users are using the software. And the DevOps people didn't have it. The operations people didn't have those little, little tools that the dev people made. And I said, could I said, is it okay if the operations people have access to this stuff that you created? Because it was real, because I was using it, to be honest with you, to see how when we were doing test runs, what was generated in the logs and all that kind of stuff. It was a really neat logging tool that they had created. Like, sure. So this was something they shared with the operations folks 
that helped the operations folks troubleshoot more when they had issues for the clients. And as well, there was another software program. I don't know if it was to, to clear the cache or whatever, because the developers wrote a little program that they can click a little button on the screen and run a little app and then we clear this clear the cache. I'm like, why don't you share that with the operations folks? So I know they would love to have that because that was always one of the problems they had with some of the software is like they wanted to clear the cache, make sure everything was working the way it's supposed to be um, for the customer. So there's a two examples where little shortcuts that people do. And I love Selenium populating stuff because I, ha I try to get my encourage my test people write the little bit of code just to populate enough information to get to where you're now testing the story at hand, save that little function as a separate one so that everyone can use it and you can reuse it and change the users and the profiles and things like that. And also you can share that with the dev team because they can use it to pre-populate where they want to go. So the data is there. So when they're writing a unit test for the new things, it's only a, a small difference that they have to enter in to do their manual testing if that's what they're doing. So it's always been useful. So get your team to share those little tools and, and stuff. Get them to demonstrate those little tools and tricks that they have for their software to make sure it's doing um, to the team so everyone can see that. It's the best way of doing it. Some people think, oh, I'm just writing an automation tool for this for Selenium or some other software program. Oh, it's no big deal. No, it is a big deal. They don't know you have that capability. Trust me. They just assume you're doing something. But when they see it, they go, oh, I can use that. And we used it to make gold copies of our, our, our samples. And by the way, it's great for the automation testing. But anyway, but that's what we would do. And I wanted to share that with you. Get your teams to share their shortcuts during sprint reviews or a little tech review where they can share the things if you don't want to share that with the stakeholders. But I'm going to say some of the operation people are stakeholders. And for them to see those little tools and things you're developing to make it faster, better, it also helps to sell the team to the stakeholders that we're not only delivering the software, we're delivering ways to make it better, quicker, faster, cheaper. So you may not think it's a good thing for the stakeholders. They may not think at first it's not a good thing for them, but in the long run, they're like, you remember that automation you did? Can you do that again? Can we use that to create this? I want to make this change. Can we do that? So it doesn't hurt to share those little tips and automation practices or tricks that those little codes that you write with the stakeholders at Sprint Review as well. So I wanted to share that with you. I think we made it. I don't hear a jackhammer going. And I want to encourage everyone, don't forget to join our mailing list. You can go on the 5amesterscrum.com um, and there's a little link there to join the mailing list and everything like that. You can subscribe to YouTube or any one of these station, stations, these social media channels. Make sure you subscribe. And um, I haven't seen as much Apple podcast. I see, I hear a lot of the podcast people talking about Apple podcast change something. So they're not registering in my um, tracking system, but that's okay. But make sure you're subscribed if you're listening to the podcast via Apple and make sure you're still a listener on that. And don't forget to share to your friends. With that, I'm hanging up because I think I just heard the shovel scrape across the, the street out front. And uh, again, we can talk time. We'll do, I'll do a whole show on timing and why timing is important when everyone argues, why do you have a time box? Why do we need oh, We'll talk about the 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 PGW, the gas company, dinging at three o'clock in the morning outside my door. I thought someone was trying to crash in our house, and now they're gonna dig it all up again. What timing? <laughs>
Anyway, take care, everyone. Have a great day. See you tomorrow on uh, 3R Thursday. Requirements, re reviews, and retros. All right, bye.